Hey everyone, welcome. Um, I hope you're doing well. Um, welcome to another episode of Redeem for More. Um, sorry about the long video um, that I recorded or podcast, depending on how you listen yesterday. Um, I just had a lot to say, um, and so I hope that you found that helpful. Um, and um, if you did, um, I, I pray that um, you share it uh, with others. And I just love seeing how many people that um, God's being able to reach through um, all of us that are uh, a part of this so far. So thank you for helping this get off to a strong start. Um, and I just wanted to mention a couple of things. Um, first off, sorry for the late time today. Um, I had a lot of schoolwork um, and, and other things to do um, during the day today. And so I'm um, finally getting to it. I hope that this doesn't throw anybody off too much, but hopefully I'll be able to <clears throat> stick to a relatively um, routine time. Um, I'm hoping to do it more in the mornings, but hopefully um, this reaches you well. And um, just wanted to mention again, like I did yesterday and like I posted last night, the podcast links are finally live on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, Breaker, Podcast Catcher, all kinds of um, different podcast outlets. And um, I posted the links to those on the page in a post last night and it's pinned to the top of the page. So if you're looking for that, um, it's there. You can also just type redeemed for more um, into any of those podcast outlets that you use and you should be able to find it there. So that's super exciting. Um, I know for me, um, with being on the go uh, a lot, I like to listen to podcasts. It's hard for me to just sit and, and watch a long video, but um, just, so I wanted to make that an option. Um, and I'm also, like I mentioned yesterday, looking into potential other outlets such as Instagram videos, um, YouTube videos, just trying to reach as many people as possible. So if you have any recommendations, feel free to reach out. Um, and you're also probably tired of me mentioning um, the prayer request link, but I'm going to go ahead and keep mentioning it every time anyways, because um, again, God has revealed to me how powerful prayer is and how much I kind of neglected it as just a superficial thing um, in my in my faith with him um, uh, throughout a lot of my, my years of Christianity. And, and so I don't want to do that. And I'd love to be able to pray for you um, in my prayer time every day. Um, and, and so that link is in the, um, it's in the top left corner of the Facebook page, um, under the description. Um, and it'll stay there. It's completely anonymous. Like I always say, so you don't have to worry about me knowing who you are or what you're going through if you don't want to, but I'd love to still be able to pray for you, even if it is anonymous. Um, and so just a last, last note on that, because, um, uh, something that God has also revealed to me is that, you know, we all need praying for, and we all, you know, we should be praying for ourselves. We should be praying for others. Um, but I think that as Christians, sometimes it's easy for us to believe, you know, that it's just the lost or it's just the broken or it's just the hurt or the, the non-believer or somebody that doesn't know God that needs the praying for. But we all, we all need praying for, whether it's to, um, uh, to ask for something. Of course, God asks us to, uh, to bring things to him that, you know, that we, we want and, and we're in, we believe that we're in need of, but also to help us avoid um, falling into certain temptations to avoid sinful things throughout the day to help us with something that we're struggling with to lead us into um, a new um, area of life whether it's a job or a new area of devotion with God a new area of reading the Bible whatever it is we all need prayer and so even if it's the smallest thing or if you feel ashamed by it don't hesitate to put it in the link because I'd love to be able to pray for you um, and so um, that's enough of that soapbox so um, today um, the verses that, and this shouldn't be as long as the video is yesterday, I promise it shouldn't be. We'll see where it goes. Um, but I read Hebrews uh, 2, uh, chapter 2, verse 1 through 9. And so I am, actually before I share this screen, um, I just wanted to mention, this was kind of cool to me because um, a lot of 
the devotionals over the past couple of weeks that I've been digging into have been things that I've, I'm revisiting. So things that I've heard um, in sermons recently or um, just popular verses that uh, a lot of Christians who have grown up in the church or whatever have known. And I think it's really cool to revisit those because um, the scripture is living and, and we're going to get a different um, interpretation from the spirit. The spirit's going to guide us to something different every time depending on what season of life we're in and, and what we need to know at that time. And I love that because it's it's really cool. Also, if you if you read it with somebody or if you discuss it with somebody, um, they may get a different interpretation from God um, than, than I do. And it's just really cool to see that. And so I love doing that. But today, this is actually something that um, I, I don't know if I visited before. If I have, it's been a while. And so um, it was different because it was challenging for me at first. And, and I think that that is really cool. Um, and, and if you ever feel that way, whenever you're reading through something, you're like, I have no idea what I just read or like, what does this even mean? Um, I encourage you as God's encouraged me to just sit in it longer and reread it a couple of times. And maybe you read different translations if you're struggling with it, but just really ask the Holy Spirit, um, and, and pray to the Holy Spirit desperately, you know, and boldly and courageously to reveal what's being said, because, um, I think it's really cool to, uh, this is just a personal opinion, but I think it's really humbling and really cool to know that, you know, like sometimes we like to feel like we just understand everything and we, we, we can, we can handle our own, um, you know, like throw whatever at me, I'll be able to get through it. I, I can, I can understand this. I can understand that. And, and the world wants us to believe that, you know, and the enemy wants us to believe that. And so it's really cool when you encounter something that's, that's troubling for you because it's awe-inspiring to know that I don't know everything. And I love getting those reminders from God because I have a God who literally does know everything and literally is in me and listens to me whenever I call out to him desperately and provides what I need according to his will and gives me um, a chance to work through that and, and say, this is what I want you to know. This is what I want you to um, to reflect on and sit in for a while. And this is what I want you to pray to me about. And this is the area of your life that this applies to that... Um, that um, maybe you need to think about a little bit more. And so I just, I really wanted to mention that because I know that um, if you're like me, you've probably been in those situations before. So I think that it's just something that if you view it that way, it can be really cool. Um, and so, like I said, Hebrews chapter two, verse one through nine, I'm going to go ahead and share my screen now and read through that. So just give me one second to share. All right. So starting in verse number one, um, therefore we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. For since the message declared by angels proved to be reliable, and every transgression or disobedience received a just retribution, retribution, sorry, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? It was declared at first by the Lord, and it was attested to us by those who heard, while God also bore witness by signs and wonders and various miracles and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. For it was not to angels that God subjected the world to come, of which we are speaking. It has been testified somewhere, What is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you care for him? You made him for a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor, putting everything in subjection under his feet. Now in putting everything in subjection to him, he left nothing outside his control. At present, we do not yet see everything in subjection to him, but we see him for a little while who was made lower than the angels, namely Jesus, crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. And so 
like I said, there's there's a lot going on in there. Um, and uh, I'm go ahead and stop sharing here. But there's a lot going on there and um, really a lot to work through. And uh, I, I really struggled with what um, what God was trying to tell me in, in this, like I mentioned before. And so I'm just going to work through the verses one by one. And, and really, um, after reading through, I probably read through three or four or five different times um, <clears throat> and also used um, other resources just to see some commentary regarding this, just to really kind of get a better understanding of this. And so I hope that <clears throat> me talking through it will um, be, if you're struggling with that as well, um, maybe that'll give you some encouragement. So um, starting back in verse one, uh, I, I just want to read, read it one more time. Therefore, we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. And, and really, this was the, the one thing that stuck, uh, stuck out to me when I read through it the first time. It's just that um, I know that we hear this constantly, but it's just more reminder from the word the importance of being in the word consistently um, because there's just so many things on this earth that want to fill our minds, want to enter our hearts, want to occupy our time. And uh, we, we think, like I was mentioning before, sometimes we think that we're strong enough to handle those things and we think that we can get through it. And we think that, you know, like we, we can do enough in our faith to keep us from getting to that point. But that's such a dangerous mindset to have because uh, there's so many reminders throughout the, the, the Bible that, we didn't earn this salvation. We didn't earn Jesus being in us, and we definitely can't do anything to keep it. We we didn't we didn't get it by our own good works, and we definitely won't keep it by our own good works. And so, thinking that we can we can just get through it, that we'll be okay, that we can go through life, and um, we've got a pretty good understanding. So why do I need to keep? You know, I don't have enough time to get in the Bible, or I don't have enough time to take time out every day. And I I just think that 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 gets dangerous, and I've experienced it myself. Um, for a really long time, and I know that there's a lot of Christians um, who, I'm sorry, I'm getting off on a tangent here, but this is just, I think this is really, really important. Um, there's a lot of Christians that struggle with giving enough time to God every day because we fill up so much of our time. I mentioned this probably about a week ago. I can't remember which which video it was, but we fill up our, our days with um, just go, 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 go. I have to go to work. I have to go um, to the gym, I have to go to this and that and this, whatever it is for you. Um, and I'm not saying that it's, it's bad to live a busy life or the, or try to say that you're not busy enough to, to feel that way. I'm just saying that sometimes I think it's good for all of us. Um, if we are believers to take a step back and think, okay, where's the time that I can cut back and, and let me really think about my priorities here because so often, and again, I'm just going to speak from personal experience here. I used to, basically only give an hour of God or hour to God a week. And that was basically like my hour in church on Sundays. And, and I was living like that was enough. And I wasn't, you know, uh, I didn't want to give away 30 extra minutes and wake up early when I already had to get up early for school to get in the word. Or I didn't want to go to bed a little bit later because I wanted to give God time at the end of the day. Or, you know, after a long day of school, I didn't want to come home and get in the word. I wanted to come home and turn on Netflix or get on social media or just lay on the couch and do nothing because I wanted to unwind. And I just, there, 
again, getting back to yesterday's message, our hearts love to deceive us and our hearts love to tell us that, you know, you don't have to do that. You don't really have to worry about that. You know, God's already in you. What's what's the point? You know, like, you know how to be a good person. You know how to be a good Christian. Why do you need to get in the word so often? Why do you need to 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 read the same verses over and over again? Why do you need to be in prayer so consistently? And, and that's it's just it's it's scary because I know how easy it is to feel that way. And so I just love finally getting back to Hebrews 2. Verse one, it's it, it's very plain and very clear. Um, Therefore, we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. And so I'm going to continue on into verse two and three, because I, I believe that the next thing that I want to say really uh, plays off what I was just saying. So verse two and three, for since the message declared by angels proved to be reliable and every transgression or disobedience received a just retribution, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? It was declared declared at first by the Lord, and it was attested to us by those who heard. And so, again, we as Christians, we as believers, we are the first to, to testify that we believe what the Bible says. We believe what God says. We believe that what we read is true. Uh, that's where our hope is. You know, when somebody asks us, why do you believe this? Or why, why do you... Um, where's your hope coming from? We, we fall back on the word and we say, this is where my hope is coming from because my God tells me this and my God tells me this and I believe this. Um, but I, I think so often what we're saying we believe are, are the things that we gain from our Christianity. You know, I believe that I'm going to have an eternal life in heaven, which we are as believers. And that's an amazing thing to believe. And that's an amazing thing to have hope in because it's very easy to doubt that. And and when we believe that we're going to be okay through our struggles and that God's going to pull us out of it. And we believe that um, whenever we are struggling, we can turn to our God and he's going to listen to us and he's going to provide for us. But I think so. So we're very obedient to those those types of things because it, it helps us and benefits us. But if we truly believe what he says, then we must be obedient to all of it. And I, and I don't think we are. And, and that starts with me. And it starts, I mean, it's all of us as believers. Um, if we truly believe, if we truly believe what he says, then we, would, we, we wouldn't be able to um, just neglect some of the things he says while holding on to those ones that benefit us. We wouldn't be able to neglect, you know, we need to be in the word. There's so many, I mean, I could do an hour long video series here. I'm just reading verses that tell us how often we need to be in the word and be of God and be talking with God and be learning from God and being guided by the spirit. Um, if we truly believe that we have to let our daily actions say so, but it's a lot harder to hold on to the ones that make us a little bit less comfortable or make us take a little bit extra time out of our day or make us put something that benefits us to the wayside so that we can get in the word. Um, and, and so I just think, I think going off of verse one and then getting into verse two and three, um, if the start of verse two, for since the message declared by the angels proved to be reliable, and every transgression or disobedience received a just retribution. How shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? And so I believe that if we are only going to, to hold on to certain things, but not hold on to other things, we are basically neglecting what God says. But regardless of whether we neglect it or not, it's true. Uh, the angels the angels declared something and it, and it came true. And, and, and the Bible declares things through its prophecies and they came true with, with Jesus coming here and making them true. And things in the New Testament, even after Jesus left, have been said and they will come true at some point. And so um, I just think that 
it, it's so important to even hold on to the things where maybe we're not getting direct benefit from it or we don't see our direct benefit from it or we um, find it harder to be obedient to those things because like we've set up this life for us and there's just it seems like there's no time to fit in. Um, that's where we fall back on God and we, we say, God, we trust you and everything that you say. Um, and we trust you that we need to be in this and, and we trust you that um, you will find a way to, to provide uh, time for us and, and you will rearrange our priorities and you will make this um, a priority for us because you are a priority for us and, it, and, and we need to live that way. Um, and so finally, the last little bit is I want to skip down into verse, um, verse six through nine and I'll read it one more time. And I think it also relates to what I was just saying. Um, So starting in verse six, it has been testified somewhere. What is man that you are mindful of him or the son of man that you care for him? You made him for a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor, putting everything in subjection under his feet. Now in putting everything in subjection to him, he left nothing outside his control. At present, we do not yet see everything in subjection to him, but we see him for who a little, who for a little while was made lower than the angels, namely Jesus crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. And so I really, that was, this was the, the part of the message that I had the most trouble with, because I was like, what is this trying to say? So it's been testified somewhere that, um, you know, that verse six, it's been testified somewhere that, um, that you, you have made Jesus lower than the angels at some point, but you've also crowned him in glory uh, and honor, putting everything in subjection under his feet. But we can't see that you've put the things in subjection under his feet, but we can see that you have crowned him in glory and honor and that he was lower than the angels at some point um, when he was on earth, but um, he, he's no longer is. And so I was just like, what in the world is this trying to say? And, and again, through a lot of prayer and through a lot of just taking in the word over and over and over again, um, uh, w- really what I took from it is that there's the, there's the portion of verse six where it says it has been testified somewhere, the prophecy that um, we know that if we if we are believers, we know that the Bible is is true. And we, we know that um, what has been breathed out into the Bible, even though it's by man, is true. And so we know that all of the prophecies of the Old Testament and all of the prophecies that are mentioned in this in this Bible either have already come true through Jesus coming to earth and, and, and dying for all of us and saving all of us or will come true um, when, when Jesus returns. And so if we believe that, if we hold strong to, to what God says and tells us about that, um, then we must believe that all of verse 6 will be true. And so going off of that, when we jump down into verse 8, where it says, um, we do not yet see everything in subjection to him. So it, at the end of, verse, at the, end of um, the, the prophecy, it says that you have crowned him with glory and honor, putting everything in subjection under his feet, meaning Jesus, speaking of Jesus in those terms. But yet, then it goes on and tells us that, that we cannot yet see that everything is in subjection to him. And I think that that is so um, apt for, for and, and, and so appropriate for today's world because it is very hard to look around the world and see the evil and see the injustice um, and, and see everything that's going on and say, say like, whoa, you know, like Jesus, it really does look like you have everything in control. It's very, very hard to see that. And when we already have deceitful hearts and we already have a deceitful enemy and we already have a deceitful world that's not of the of God, um, it, those things become even easier to fall into. Um, 
But we've seen the beginning of that prophecy come true already. We've seen that, that Jesus was, was sent to this earth by God, the Son of Man, and, and subjected to um, so, uh, he, he, he who is God, he who is part of the Holy Trinity, was sent down to earth, a, a, a world that's not of him, subjected lower than even the angels were, who the angels used to praise him, and now he was put lower than them so that he could come here and live a human-like life, uh, or a human, not human like a human life, the same that we do, yet not sin, and, and then and then die for us, and and be beaten for us, and and do it all to save us. We've seen that part come true, and we've seen him return to God if we believe what the word says, so that he can be crowned um, with glory and honor, like the first part of that prophecy says. So if we believe that the first part of that tr- is true, we must also believe that the second part of that is true also, even if we can't see it. And I think that that's where the faith comes in. And I hope that this is making sense to everyone watching this because I, it's like turning circles in my head. And it was very hard for me to wrap my mind around this at first. But really the, what I'm trying to get at is that um, even going back to verses 1 and 2 and 3, if we believe what God says is true, we must believe what all of God says is true. And if we believe in some parts of the Bible, we must, we are called to believe in all parts of the Bible. We don't get to pick and choose. We don't get to decide. And so if we believe that, that, um, what, what verse, um, six, uh, where, or verse six, where, where it starts in verse six, the, where it says that it's been testified somewhere that, that Jesus has been put below the angels for some time, um, and, and then returned and crowned with glory and honor so that everything might be subjected to him. If we believe in the first part of that, which we must, if we believers, because we cannot testify that we believe that what, what Jesus has done is sufficient for us to save us. We have to believe that part. If we're going to pray that prayer of salvation, then we have to believe the second part as well, that everything is subject to him. Even even right now, not not one day will be. Even right now, everything is subject to him. Even though we can't see it yet, and even though, though we live in an evil world where it's very hard to see those things, we must believe that. And so we must be steadfast in that belief, so that um, so that we may be continuing and living and and following that word and and being obedient to the things that he calls us to, um, because that's that's what we are called to as, as believers. And so um, I just think. Once I finally got that revelation from Christ about what this is about, I think it's very, very powerful um, because, again, we, we just, it, it, it's so easy for us to become products of the world and become, um, uh, fall victim to the, the power that the world and the power that the enemy has. But that power has nothing on the power that, that our Jesus has and, and our God has. Um, and, and, if, if, if we're going to rely on something, let us rely on, on that power and let us rely on that, um, that, that, that faithfulness and that, that mercy and that grace. Um, and let us believe in everything that he says and not just in some things, even whenever it's hard. Let us, let us cry out to God, you know, Father, I believe, help my unbelief, like, like Mark 9 says. And, and, and let us, even whenever it's hard, even whenever we're struggling with things, even whenever the world tells us no, 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 and people around us tell us no, 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 this word here um, is still powerful and it still um, reigns supreme and it is still living um, as much as, as the world likes to tell us that it's not. And so let us trust in God's promises that what he starts, he will finish and what he has started will be finished one day, regardless of if it's whether we're here or whether it's not. Let us believe in those things even whenever it's hard um, to do so. And so um, just the last thing that I wanted to share, um, in closing before I pray 
is, um, so in my devotional book, like I was telling you, this is one of the resources that I like to use um, in, in preparation for these videos. And there, were just, there was just a, a quote um, in here that I really enjoyed um, and I just wanted to share it. So, um, and it goes back to verse one and, and basically uh, everything that um, this Hebrews chapter two, verse one through nine was talking about. It says, the more earnestly we seek Christ, the closer we remain to him. And the farther away the gospel is in our minds, the farther Christ is as well. Um, so just one more time, the more earnestly we seek Christ, the closer we remain to him. The farther away the gospel is in our minds, the farther Christ is as well. And so something that, that needed to be revealed to me, because like I mentioned to you, um, um, I for a long time wasn't doing, um, being obedient to God and getting in the word daily. And, and I was only giving him you know, the time where I felt like I could fit him in, but that's not how we're called as believers. And so, um, I, I would cry out to God, you know, like, where are you? Like, why aren't you here? Why have you left me? But what I needed to realize is that the reason why I wasn't feeling God's presence, the reason why it felt like God was, was, was separate from me is because I strayed. And, and so, um, it's not that God left me. It's that I was drifting away from him. The more and more that we seek him, the more and more that we are going to be filled by him. The less that we seek him and fill our hearts and minds up with things of this world, the less that we're going to feel him. And, and I, um, I can testify that because it's, it's just, it, it's, it's literally night and day. And, and I don't want to make it seem like I did anything special here, um, other than just be obedient to God and obedient to his calling and, 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 and reach out to him and, say, Father, you know, forgive me for I've sinned, for I have been filling my, my life with with um, things that don't matter in the long run. And Father, I want to fill my life with things that do matter. And those things are of you. And Father, I just want to submit to you and have you send me where you want to send me and do what you want me to do and just seek an intimate relationship with you among all else and everything else will follow. And you will give me what I need and you will take away what I don't need. And I thank you for that. Um, and I just, I thought that was really cool and really powerful and it spoke to me. And so hopefully it did for you as well. So I'll just close this out in prayer here. Um, thank you for, for listening to me blab there. Hopefully it made sense. If, if not, if you have extra questions or if you just want to talk through some things, please reach out. Um, but, uh, I know I get speaking fast sometimes when I, my mind's just going. So, um, thank you for listening and, and I'll just close this out in prayer here. Father God. We come to you in the name of Jesus and we, we just thank you for um, always being near whenever we um, whenever we need you. Um, you're, you're not a God that will drift from us. You're not a God that will, will go away from us even though we are believers and we are um, your children who do that to you daily. We drift from you. We, we choose things over you. Um, and, and sometimes we believe in the things of the world um, over over what you've told us and over the things that we know and even the most um the, the promises that we cling most to father sometimes we doubt those things and sometimes we we find it hard to believe those things and sometimes we 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 think that we need to see those things in order to believe them father and i pray that you you strengthen us and and you put us in a place um where you allow us to rest on you and rest on your word and rest on um, your spirit and rest on you guiding us to have the faith to know that we see those things. We might not see them in the world, but we see those things in, in the the hearts and the minds of ourselves whenever you transform us in the hearts and minds of, of those around us who you call to, to be yours. Um, 
And, and we pray that even whenever it is difficult to see those things and even whenever we are struggling, Father, let us lean back on you and lean back on your word and draw closer to you so that you may reveal things to us rather than turn into the world because we want to find the quicker understanding rather than the true understanding, Father. So um, above all, we just pray that you draw us closer to you even whenever we want to run away. Father, don't let us. Um, and we thank you and we praise you. We praise you for letting us um, come to you and we thank you for being patient with us above all. Um, and it's in Jesus name that I pray. Amen. So that is all I have for tonight. Um, thank you so much. And again, sorry for the late post, but hopefully this finds you well and I will talk to you tomorrow.